Hello, hello, and happy Pride Month, queers. Welcome yeah. to Mimosas with my besties. <laughs> I am Erin, and I want to welcome you to our podcast. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Wow. Um, here at Mimosas with my besties, I shoot the shit with my best friends over drinks during brunch. We check in with one another, reminisce, talk about our general tomfoolery, and speak from the heart. Our overall goal is to laugh, inspire one another, leave each chat with a warm heart, and we truly hope that you do so as well. So with all that said, let's meet my co-host. Hey, everyone. It's Siobhan. I am 34, living in the mid-Atlantic. Um, cicada season is dwindling down, folks. I realized today as I was bringing the garbage can back, you know what? It's pretty quiet out here. It's definitely quiet. Um, <laughs> and I'm a little sad to see him go, weirdly enough. Mm. Just um, weirdly enough. Weirdly yeah. enough. Also sick and tired of finding random cicada wings inside the house. It's not attached to anything, just mm. miscellaneously in the house. That is one of the most disturbing things about this entire season. Random. I know. But how about you, hon? What's going on? That's your fun. Okay. I'm not judging your fun <laughs> fact. I'm going to go with it. As I said before, I am Erin. I am 34 years old. I'm from the upstate New York area. I use they, she pronouns. And today's fun fact is I have with us, I have, we have, we have, because this do. is a podcast with the two of us. Um, one of my, I, I don't want to say newest best friends, after a long and arduous, you know, background check and application process, <laughs> I have a new addition to my best friend crew. Um, and here they are. Let's have them introduce themselves. Hello, hello, everybody. My name is Jace. I am old. <laughs> um, I am excited to be here. I can't wait to see what we get into. Um, unlike Siobhan, I do not have a cicada Stockholm syndrome. I am excited <laughs> to see these cicadas uh, just disperse. Um, I can't. I can't lie. They are disgusting. I'm not a big bug person, but um, I am super excited to be here and I'm happy to be here, especially during Pride Month. And um, I've personally hung out with both of these people and I can say I wouldn't want to do a podcast with anybody else. Aww. I feel like we need the background music. We, ha we don't have any sound effects. We really got to, you know, season four, we're going to have like a whole sounding board, you know, background. Pew, 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 Very 90s. We have a very 90s sound board right now. I love it. Um, what I totally forgot to do last podcast with KP was talk about how her and I met, but see, we're on this podcast now with Jace and I, but we can talk about how we met. Yes. Jace, Jace, do you want me to start or do you want to start with the story? You can start. I want to see how you start. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'll start with me, technically. Right. Okay. Yes. Know. So there's a little it's app called Picture it. Picture it. It's called Tiki Talkie. Mm -hmm. It's called the Clock App. And um, we've talked about on here before because um, a previous co-host before Amber, my other best friend, my lifetime best friend um, mm -hmm. since the womb, um, she, did she get me? No, KP, listen, bring it back. KP got me onto TikTok. Needless to say, in the middle of the pandemic, I download TikTok. I want to say, you know, what was it? I downloaded it probably in May, May to June, June, July. So two months into having TikTok. Siobhan and I are having conversations. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. It's like, I need more friends, but like, it's a pandemic. I don't know what to do with it. And Siobhan's just like, put yourself out there. I was like, how the fuck do I put myself out there? We're in a panini. And I was like, well, I see cool people on TikTok sometimes. Do you think I should just like message them? And Siobhan was like, I don't fucking know. Well, Siobhan doesn't curse. So she was like, right. I don't know. Why not? She was like, why not? Siobhan's always like, why not? Try things. You know, if it's not going to hurt you, try it. And I was like, okay. So I just started like messaging people that I felt I vibed with that I could, you know, I see their video and I'm like, I think I can vibe with them. So Jace's video just came across my FYP and I was like, oh, I could, this person's got a dope ass vibe. I think we could vibe together. So I sent them a message on TikTok, but then TikTok came back and said like, 
they didn't get the message. And I was like, well, I guess, I guess that doesn't mean that we're meant to be friends. But then I was like, you know what? No, they, their Instagram's connected to this. So then I sent the same exact message to their Instagram. And then you got back to me via a comment on one of my videos saying like, I saw your message, but like, I can't message you back. And I was like, wait, I messaged you on Instagram. So let's just talk over there. And that was literally July 4th of 2020. And when this airs, it'll be July 20. I'm sorry. It'll be June 27th. So it'll be just before we celebrate being friends for like a whole year. Or at least meeting each other. Oh, the baby's and like, like walking. Oh, you want to add? Yeah, so add your view because that's my view. I will, uh, you know, to add on to that, the day that I met Erin, I also met Siobhan. Yes. Oh, yeah, when we met in person. <laughs> when we when got we... Like, well, me and you met and we went to 7 Eleven, and then that guy like praised you on your confidence. Yeah. And then uh, we, we left. And then we went and ate some lunch at my place because the panini, we can't be out in public. No, we can't be out in public. So we, we had, then later on, you guys came back, right? Or Siobhan yeah. came over? No, the two of us came back because this is what yeah. happened. So I don't suggest this, um, kids, <laughs> but the the day, July 4th, the day Jason and I started messaging back and forth, which we we started we connected so intensely and so quickly. It was like, I feel like I've known this person. We like get each other. We went back and forth. (laughs) In the first conversation. In our first conversation, we just got on this topic of Lush and you're like, yeah, I used to work at Lush. Um, I'm about to order some stuff because I'm about to like not work at Lush, but I'm going to get a bunch of stuff. You, if I can take it out if you want me to, I can. No, I'm just kidding. They, I'm not gonna work for them again. Um, I'm about to get a bunch of gifts. You got me a housewarming gift, but you're like, I need your address. But I literally just started talking to you on the internets that same day, and I was like, I don't know if I can give you my address and you're like i'll give you my address and so you gave me your address i looked up where you lived and found out that you lived literally four miles from siobhan yeah how wild and i was like and i'm from new york and you're from new york the universe like what and i was like you know what okay they'll send me a gift and honestly like i guess i won't get murdered (laughs) i'm not coming up there the gift is and it's and I said, so you know it's all like really good stuff. And I still have I still have the little card that said congratulations on your new house. It's still on my refrigerator. Oh. See, that was good. But and then we just we've talked almost every almost every single day since that day. I'm trying to scroll back right now. It's taking forever. That's a Capricorn thing. Yeah. Um forever i still have all our test messages all of them i'm i'm in i'm on july 5th right now so i'm real close because <laughs> yeah, i want to re- <laughs> no i was just gonna say on my tiktok when you try to message me like so apparently i had set up a tiktok account mm-hmm. and then like i i didn't know i did because i'm old and then i set up another <laughs> tiktok account and then I tried to register my same phone number and they were like, nah. And then I kept trying to message them and I started getting smart. And then I realized they messaged me back because I don't read. I was like, I'm not reading this. I'm not reading your message. Just fix my problem. Like what an American thing to do. Like it's what is so thinking, entitled. <laughs> and then I was like, this is why you read. Because their message was like, five. they messaged me like three times. Like, we cannot do anything for a month. <laughs> you have to wait. And I was just like, wow, y'all were real quick to ban my uh, smoking TikTok, but you're not as quick to fix my phone number. What's going on with that? <laughs> <laughs> so I got to the first message I sent you on Instagram, which has mm-hmm. a caveat in front of it that the TikTok message did not because I have to explain why I'm messaging you on Instagram too. So I put, Hey Jace, I'm Aaron. I just tried to send you this message on TikTok, but I don't see it there. So I don't know if it actually went through to you. And then emoji, palm emoji. (laughs) 
And they said, anyways, thanks for checking out my videos and showing them some love. I dig your vibe and you seem like a dope soul. I'd like to get to know you more if you're down for that. Smiley face. It's completely okay if not. And I was like, that's a nice thing to give me that freedom. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, thanks for not demanding my fucking attention. You'd be surprised how some people act, but yeah. It's a different level of entitlement. So in your, because only the cat has Instagram and I just don't do it often enough, but can you see when messages are read in the DMs? Um, yes, in mean, Instagram, yes. Yeah, unless it's in your request box. Like, they won't, people won't see that you read it, but I don't, like, really go in my request box. And when I do, I always message people. I'm like, you could, yo, I got the receipts. I always be like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so old. Like, that's, like, my excuse. Like, because I am. I am I am so Stop old. It. Like, if you think about it, like, we have jobs and we have, like, life Lives. and we have responsibilities and we have different things. We're applying to things. We're doing things and, like, adulting, you know. And it's just like, you know, you want to engage in these things. And it's like, I feel like millennials teeter that line mm-hmm. of like how much we can engage and how much we have to like, like we're torn, you know, yeah, between the, the generations surrounding us. That is so well said. I want to say two things about that. One, in case you can't tell, Jace is very um, popular um on the social medias so it was a and literally it was a shot in the dark whether jace was going to respond to me because they have a lot of followers so i was just sending out messages to just people being like i kind of dig their vibe some of these people had like five thousand followers twenty thousand followers fifty thousand followers like the fact that they might get my message i don't i don't fucking know and then and then i'm old so i don't know how to work it (laughs) And then second, and then secondarily, um, yeah. So adulting—that's a whole thing. And then, and then adulting. Yeah, speaking of adulting. Speaking of adulting, we had an adulting episode back in. I want to say, was it the end of season one? I was going to say way back when. Back in the day. I want to say it was December of 2020. So I want to say it was the end of season one. It is a very popular episode. Mm Hmm. Um, but yeah, so adulting, like, let's, let's revisit that again, because it's looking different than it has before, especially now in the post, it's not even post, we're, we're still in dealing with the pandemic and what that looks like with jobs, keeping houses, relationships that you've just spent a year and plus in quarantine with. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, I worked really hard on my social anxiety, and then that <laughs> pandemic hit, and then now everybody want to be outside, and I'm like, well, I'm anxiety. How are you feeling? Like, you know, <laughs> and it's not like it is a it's a safety factor, yes, you know, but all in all, really, like if you think about it, like we've become forced to become a little bit more of introverts. And then now it's like, okay, now go out there. And it's like, wait a second. Wait Wait a second. (laughs) Wait a whole fucking second. Like, personally, I don't know about other people, but I would would prefer work be hybrid. So get some more at home time. Like, why are we killing ourselves? Why Mm -hmm. are we? Why? For what? Like, we function really well. And I feel like companies would also, and like, this is the consultant in me. Companies would save a lot of money if you just like don't own a building and you don't have to pay the rent and the insurance of people get hurt and like la di da di da and just like all of that internet, everything. Like you don't have to pay for that because people are going to be at home paying for their stuff anyway. So of course you just like not trying to be a jerk, but you you're making your employee <laughs> pay for their internet. Like, well, you should still, as a work at home person, you should get subsidized by your work for internet and stuff that you use work oh, for, for work. Sure. Yeah, but for sure. as another note, like absolutely, now we're Probably revisiting sure. exactly tax write off. Tax write off. Now we're like revisiting like what is adulting, what is having a job, what is 
moving, living and moving through the world actually looking like? What are relationships looking like? So Mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. I agree. Um, I don't, I really, I don't know, this is just me. Maybe it's the ambivert in me, but like, I kind of like being in an office space as well as having my own space. So I get that. Like, I like hybrid, like, let me have three or four days in the op, two to three days in the office right. and the rest work from home. I just can't work from home all the time. Cause it's hard for me to have that boundary of I'm at home and I'm not working. And then I'm at home and I'm working. Like, mm. That's like, how do I not slip into like, you have to have such good boundaries. So you don't slip into I'm doing work all the time. Now it's nine o'clock and I'm doing work at home. Like, Mm -hmm. because I can just go to my work computer, which is located in my home to do work at home. Like that's too date. Like I can't, no, 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 ma'am, no, sir, no them. Like not happening. Yeah. You can't. I was going to say it, it, obviously it's going to depend on the type of job that you have because someone like me who has to go out to visually observe and verify that things are the way that they're supposed to be. Um, What I have learned using remote video technology is great, um, but people will still people um, and people (laughs) be people in. People be people in. People be people and hard. hard. They people hard. And so it's like, hey, I can't see that. Can you just like tilt it down? And you're just like staring at the sun, you know? And it's just like... (laughs) Were you talking to my mom? (laughs) (laughs) You know, if they're tilting it, or I haven't personally dealt with this, but the other one was the guy was walking with his camera down. So all you were looking at was his feet and you were missing the entire like project and potentially all the things that could be in violation. And it's like, Hey, can you lift it up a bit? And so you're just like getting the pe- peaks of the grass and the ground. And it's like, okay, well, can you tilt it up a little bit more? And like to the right, it's just like, huh? Like, you can't see it. People be people in. Um, so and when the- <laughs> like when it starts getting really super gradient, like when the mm-hmm. camera starts getting all pixelated, does that affect it too? Absolutely. That and some of these places are still dead zones. In today's day and age, there are places where cell phone service isn't great. And so or Internet, Wi-Fi, whatever it is that keeps all this technology moving. Um, Voltron, if you will, whatever it is that's allowing all this to move along. Um, sometimes you just don't have access to it. And so you'll literally be talking and then it just instantly drops out. And then you're just sitting there waiting. It's like, so we're just going to wait to see if they come back. And then of course they have to go back to where they were serviced, get back in. All that stuff takes time. Um, so it, it, it kind of depends. It's a situational thing, but I know for me, when I am feeling backlog, kind of like you were saying, hon, I will absolutely, well, let me just bring my cell phone with me downstairs real quick. And I'll just find myself checking work emails. And I found my <laughs> mid quarantine, no. my supervisor sent me an email like, Hey, can you send this over to so-and-so? And I didn't even read the full thing because who wants to read after seven o'clock uh, on a weekday? Before seven o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> and so I absolutely did not read the full email. So I don't recommend this, folks. If you're going to be doing work email stuff, you need to have your work brain still. You should not be mixing them together. <laughs> so true. Um, and my work brain was not on at all. So I absolutely didn't even delete what my supervisor said. Just absolutely saw, hey, can you send this to so-and-so? Oh, I know. I didn't finish the whole sentence. It's just like three sentences. Couldn't finish it. Sent it. And the guy responded back. It was like eight eight forty something at night. He responded back to me the next morning. This isn't actually the person you're supposed to send it to. You're supposed to send it to this person. I'll send it to them. Thanks. Because then you have your work brain on. It's like, ah, oh, forehead. Thanks. I did something like that this Thanks. morning. And yeah. I sent, but thank God I sent it to another intern and I didn't send it to the big boss. I know that feeling. That feeling you'd be like, I'm I am smarter than this. Like this does not reflect my competency at all. Disclaimer. Right. Yeah, no. It and what is I don't know what is to be said, but there's something to be said about the fact that you're so like, huh, with work sometimes. It's like, listen, I make mistakes. I I be people in two. Okay, I'd be one of the people that Seriously. be people in, um, which is why people be people in, and I am one of those people. I acknowledge it. I have my moments. I try and do better uh, during work hours. I try and do better, but sometimes, like I don't feel like it today. Um, and it's listen, just a thing. Yeah, and listen that about being an adult is also recognizing that one, you 
people sometimes. And when you people, how can you, how fast you recover, you know, Mm -hmm. from that peopling. Um, I think I said this before in the other podcast, but my biggest concern when I was going into my profession was I'm not like, I have this, uh, it's the Capricorn in me, but this perfectionism, you know, like I need to nail everything that I do at a hundred percent because I don't want to cause harm. But I realized, um, you know, after a couple of classes and talking to people higher up than me in, in my profession, they're like, listen, it's not about making less mistakes necessarily, but it's two things. It's one, figuring out how to make those less mistakes. And then two, when you do make a mistake, you're a professional and an adult when you figure out how to fix those mistakes faster. Mm-hmm. And I was like, when they said that, I was like, it released this, this pressure off of me, of me trying to think I can't make any mistakes because I'm not a professional. Professionals don't make mistakes. And they're like, where the fuck did you get that idea from? Right. Where'd you get that but, from? Professionals make mistakes. They just know how to fix it faster and they make fewer for the most part. But that's part of how society plays it. You don't ever really see uh, I mean, obviously you could look at Hollywood, but even in the school system and everything, it's not necessarily that you're going to get in trouble, but you get this sense of shame or mm-hmm. um, disappointment or guilt. And that's not even including, you know, potentially your cultural background. So yeah. uh, if you have uh, parents who are not necessarily native to this country, you are having the weight of you will be a doctor, lawyer, mm-hmm. um that's it. Maybe an engineer, uh, but you're not allowed to be anything less. And so you need to have the grades to fit that. Uh, but even if you don't necessarily have uh, that cultural um, expectation on you, you generally, I would think for many people would have that expectation on yourself, regardless of whether or not it's your favorite subject or if for whatever reason you come across something and it's just not, um, you just expect yourself to always do better regardless of whether or not you're doing it. So you might not necessarily know you can ask for help. You might not necessarily know you can go for tutoring. Um, and I'm thinking college, but even going back to high school and middle school, when you get your spelling test and the teacher puts your paper face down and you just like peek up, like you're playing poker to look at it because you're afraid of what you might see. Like that's young people, shame or guilt sitting in there. And I don't necessarily know how to stop it other than to have, the teachers or just the culture in schools kind of change, but it's just something we've had from the beginning where we're having these expectations of self and thinking now that we're in the adult, as an adult, you can't make these mistakes. You know, your parents always tell you when you get older, you can't do stuff like that. That's a stupid or not necessarily shaming or calling you stupid, Mm -hmm. but you know, you have those kind of conversations and that's the voice that you have in your head by the time you get to adulthood and thinking, you know, this is why it's so bad at work and I can't do it because I didn't get it right the first time perfectly. Mm-hmm. You didn't stick like, it. Yeah. I feel like that's how the world definitely treats people, especially our generation. Mm-hmm. But I was just such a smart ass that it, like I was just like <laughs> when adults try to tell me, you know, you you need to be this and you need to be like that. I'd be like, you you don't even know what's going on in your own home, Susan. You don't know. <laughs> like you don't know what's going on. Your kid, you could, you could think you have the most perfect kid and your kid's out here running rampant. And when mm-hmm. they get older, you know, they have a perfectly fine life. And, you know, we, because these parents, like, you know, people try to put these expectations, like you said, there's these expectations. And I don't know, I've always just been one to speak up and go against the green. And that's just how I've been. You could ask people my whole life, no matter what the consequence was for me, I didn't care because like, they're a Sagittarius. That's what I was going to say. Care. That sounds like a Sagittarius. <laughs> Absolutely. Also, sounds like a Sagittarius. It's also like, <laughs> it's also like, if you think about the whole situation, most of the time, like you see people are starting to project stuff. And I've always been one to say, well, why? Like, well, yeah. why? why, but why, why do you feel that? Why do you think that? And then I ask like, you know, more and more and more and you critically think about things and then you turn around and you're like, I remember the day I realized my parent, like not my parents, my mom, that she was the most significant individual parent figure in my life. I was like, when I realized my mom wasn't always right, I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. 
nobody's perfect what in the world is going on right now everybody's fucking faking it till they make it what we all make mistakes listen (laughs) only in 2019 through therapy did i realize everybody isn't juggling these perfectly shiny balls all the time like they don't smudge them up like I do. They they drop balls too. Yeah, really. Okay. Man, I'd be like, I drop my my juggling balls a few times. Like, you know, I drop my balls, guys. Like, if you want to if you want to hang out with me, listen. My balls might be a little dented. They might be a little dusty because I might have got distracted and got you know caught up in something else. But like, I don't know. I, I feel can't. like. Trans- because just be transparent with your balls, you know? <laughs> but it, it completely blew my mind. It took me until 32 years of age. And certainly as a kid, I used to see it. But it wasn't ever like, and I'm not saying my mom was holier than thou, but it was like, I'm your mother, listen to me kind of thing. Yeah. And yeah. in your head, you're thinking, listen to you because you know all. Like you were the all-seeing, all-knowing Oz. When you realize sometimes these parents be out here, listen, I don't know what we're going to do, but I, but I got to make it look good. I gotta make it look good <laughs> behind this door. I don't know what I'm gonna say, but when I come up to the front, you're gonna think I knew what I was talking about. And even now, sometimes when I talk to my parents and they share something with me, it's like, wow, you really human. You're not, you just out here being us. I think working with kids really, really helped me to understand also that, like, we don't know everything because they'll ask me stuff and I'm like, like, I, all right. So this one kid I work with, he's like, mixed day, I got two moms. And I was like, no, you don't. Like you have a mom and a dad, like your mom isn't gay. Like, like that's what I'm thinking in my head. And so he goes, I was like, no, you got a mom and a dad. He said, no, I got two moms. And then I was like, what do you mean you got two moms? And he goes, I got my mom, who's my mom. And I got my grandma. I got, you know, her and she's my other mom. And I was like, no, but the, Oh, wait. Oh, wait. You actually might have a point because, like, grand is the only word, only only sound that's in front of mom. So is that, like, your second mom? Like, we think we know everything. You know what I mean? It takes a kid. It kids keep you kid. humble. Kids keep you humble. I was like, no, you... Oh. Okay, maybe you're right. Honestly, I don't know. I gotta look it up. I gotta. Google. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta research this bit. <laughs> Listen, kids keep you humble and on top of your A game at all times. And this is why parents have to make it look like they know what they're talking about, because otherwise they're gonna undermine your authority and be like you don't know nothing. Let me take. It would be like the Spy Kids movie, or was it Spy Kids or Shark Girl and um, Lava Boy? Or yeah, it's back. Lava so. Girl and Shark Boy. The the I second one that came out, yeah, <laughs> whichever one it is. I don't know. I'm dyslexic. That, anyways, keep on going. If I'm thinking about reading it in my head, the title. <laughs> so I'm visualizing reading the title. When somebody asks me like about something, I visualize what they're saying. I feel like that happens to everybody. Like y'all don't like. Actually, fun it. fact: it does not. There are some people that literally, if you tell them to imagine a ball, a beach, or something, do not see anything in their head. It, oh, you can wow. look it up. It's an actual thing. My friend, um, my friend here, who did uh, G- DM'd for some games for me. He absolutely doesn't see images in the set. But anyway, Siobhan, you were saying something. We went on a tangent. <laughs> it's Sorry, what adulting is. No, that's good to ah, know. Right. Ah, good to know. <laughs> we were all pointing at each other. You can right. see good it. To know. It's good, good to know. Good to know. Um, <clears throat> you remember what you were saying? No, okay, you know, I'll be forgetting. I'm since, peopling. Since we'd be peopling right now, um, we'll just take this crunchy little transition over into talking about some of the moments since it's Pride Month. Mm-hmm. Um. Speaking we can, of adulting and being prideful. Of, and being prideful. We can do two things right now, and I'll let you guys choose your adventure right now. We're going to do a choose your adventure. Mm-hmm. One, we can either talk about our favorite pride memory. So a moment of us being doing something that has to do with Pride Month or a Pride Parade or anything like that. Or two, we can talk about uh, the proudest moment in our life or a proud moment when we remember being proud of ourselves or proud of someone else or maybe hopefully proud of ourselves is what we'll share. So what adventure do we want to choose? I would leave that to the host. 
But we have a guest. Guest. Yes. Jace, mm-hmm. how do you feel? I'm sorry. You said my your favorite pride moment, so I started looking up like looking off into the distance. <laughs> no, I have a second screen and I was Googling. I was trying to make sure I was prepared just in case someone said their favorite moment at Pride because mine is that time I had some grilled pineapple and it was so good. It was so good. It was so delicious. That was like one of my favorite moments at Pride because I taste it was grilled and it had the seasoning on it and I sound stupid but I don't know the seasoning so I was trying to figure out the probably tahine. It was probably tahine. Yeah. Yeah. It started with a T and then I was like, yeah, I don't want to be like, oh, it starts with a T. But now look at me. I'm like, well, it started with a T. So. Listen, people be peopling. Yeah, no, it's most likely Tahine. But um, honestly, let's go with the moment that you're most proud proud. of yourself. Yeah. Okay, who would like to go first? Nose, nose. Um, I'll go. go. (laughs) We got our fingers on our nose, so we have to. I was looking around. I wasn't looking at you guys. I was like, is there like a three-sided coin that I have or something? Three-sided coin. Something. Maybe I could flip this. But if you you don't want to go first, one of us can go first. No pressure. You're our guest. Okay. I will definitely go. Uh, The most, the moment that I was like most proud of myself was graduating in undergrad because it took me for freaking ever and um you know after that though my life changed exponentially because I was soon after um accepted into grad school and you know like they're both honors college and like I said earlier I'm dyslexic I have like ADHD and whatnot so getting into honor schools and graduating and doing and holding a good G po- GPA, mm-hmm. G point average, you know, <laughs> G point mm-hmm. average. That G point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because we always say that. That's the saying we always <laughs> say. <in a> <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, the grade point average, having a good one and actually knowing what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. The internship where I'm actually making a change and doing well and, you know, like my life, I'm seeing those changes. So like that was, that was the moment because it set off like this domino effect. It's like, if you mm. stick to your gut and you really, because my whole life, I believe like if, the, if I really invest in something and I really put my energy into it and I really care about it, like it's going to work out for me. Like I know it is, I just know it is. And, and as a millennial, we just keep getting, <laughs> oh, you know and I feel like a lot of people can just relate to that in general like no matter Mm -hmm. what how old you are whatnot but you know if you really stick to it you can honestly I know it sounds so corny but you can really Mm -hmm. be anything you want because stand when you start to really see what this world is and you see like adults aren't always right and things aren't always like you know black and white there's gray areas and mm-hmm. you know you start to think about things you you realize like your limits are all in your head so yeah for me that was that and thank you for coming to my ted talk next <laughs> <laughs> i love it it's well, incredible i'm so proud of you too i didn't know you at the time but right. i know that it was a lot of work for you because i've heard you share stories before so <laughs> I'm proud of you and I love you. Right. Congratulations. Because it is hard work. Like you said, too, certainly it's not easy to get into college, let alone honors anything. Um, And then also have to obtain an internship in a whole pandemic. So I'm sure it's just been a blast. You don't even want to know what happened before that. Uh, you don't even want to know. That's that's going to be in the book that I write about my life called mm-hmm. Traumas and Tribulations. <laughs> hey, you just say traumas I mean, and tribulations. Hey, listen. <laughs> uh, trademark. That, I was going to say, trademark. Put that, save trademark that now. Shit. Don't you take that shit. Save we you take that shit. Right now. <laughs> yeah. No, save it right now. That is trademark 2021. Okay. Yeah. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. How about you, hun? Well, yeah. (laughs) 
you know how I came up with this and then I told you all about it and I was like, I'll think about a time that I'm proud of myself. But then I went right into like a bunch of interviews and like prepping. Mm-hmm. Um, then I rightfully fucked off thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so like there's a lot of moments in my life that I've been proud of myself just because of like, you know, how I live and move through the world makes functioning foundationally difficult. So there are things that I can think of that are like big things. Like Jace, it took me five years and a semester to get through my undergrad. Uh, Siobhan, you were there for Mm -hmm. four years of it. Mm -hmm. And then, and then there as much as you could be for that last year and a half. Um, That shit was not easy, you know? So the fact that I got my degree, um, was a fucking miracle. The fact that I have a master's degree, another fucking miracle, you know? Exactly. Um like there is would be people who and we've talked about this on the podcast I think before, who would have known me in high school, who would have known me in go- college, I'd be like, they would not believe me having my master's degree. Which I take a little bit of pride in. <laughs> like, fuck As you. you. Should. As um, you should. But honestly, sometimes just waking up in the morning and functioning through a day is some of the proudest moments of my life. Mm-hmm. No, for real. That is, everybody um, needs to put, give themselves a hand for that. Because mm-hmm. honestly, there are some days that are just like, I'm sorry, what? Mm-hmm. I have to, I have to, li- like, I have to function right now. I have to do things when everything feels like it's falling apart. Um, But I think, you know, big happiness kind of wise is, you know, my education, but also some of my proudest moments are nurturing my friendships. When I have those moments with friends that I feel most connected with them, I feel so very proud in not only myself, but that friend as well, that we are able to connect like we do, especially now within a situation where everybody's just trying to keep themselves together. Mm-hmm. Aww. Yes. Heart emoji. Heart emoji. Hearts, hearts, hearts. Like, like, the fact, like the fact that the two of you basically talk to me almost on it every single day, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Well, the yeah. fact that we have you to talk to is real. I, I know I'm sure... Siobhan feels the same like we're grateful Mm -hmm. like how many how many friends you know like I didn't even say that they were like what is your proudest moment I sound so narcissistic like I'm like I graduated you know no that's not narcissistic at all that is a hill to stand on I should be I should be thinking like that too you know and like it's good to have that perspective in your life because then like it it like I don't ever want to get too involved with what I got going on. And I feel Mm -hmm. like you are someone who helped ground me to be like, hey, life ain't, the sun does not revolve around you, okay? Like, (laughs) you know, wake up, wake up, you know? And it it reminds me, you know, because like you can get so like, so after now that I don't work with kids anymore, I'm in the business field. It's like, you get so, you see what I do? I stay up till 1 a.m., I do, you know, I'm so involved. Siobhan, mm-hmm. so much physical work. I'm sure by the time you get home, you're beat, you know, and we have our own, like, I mean, I can't speak for you, but I, I just would imagine that's how I would feel. But, you know, like, sometimes I feel like I get so wrapped up in my life and having someone like you in my life really uh, helps readjust, realigns me into like, hey, Come back down the ground. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's other stuff going on. So, and like talking to you, like grounds me and we laugh and we have a good time. And, you know, sorry, Aww. I didn't mean to interject. <laughs> Snaps. I love Snaps. you. <laughs> Don't Snaps. make me cry on my own podcast. I love you. Snaps. I, I love you. I love you. <laughs> I, love I love you so much. <laughs> I love you. This is why people have to go through an arduous background check, (laughs) an application process. I'm glad I paid the $30. (laughs) (laughs) I can't breathe. I can't breathe. (laughs) Siobhan. I've been trying to think. Um, 
I've been going through, well, it's not really a battle, but I'm on this journey of trying to find things that, you know, joy or happiness versus accomplishments mm. versus joy. Um, and trying to make sure I understand what I'm defining them as, because it's not necessarily based on like some Merriam Webster's version or dictionary.com's version mm-hmm. of what it what that is. Um and so leaving that right there, because that's a whole different episode. Um proudest moments, uh top three, top two off the top of my head. I mowed my own lawn this weekend Woo! for the first time. So I actually feel like a homeowner, but it might look hard. a little, it might look a little bit like, um, whatchamacallit from the barbershop when he shaved the, whatchamacallit's head. So it's a little bald in spots and a little high in others, but it, I did it. It's my fault. I did that on purpose. That's um, my fault. Right. I meant to do that. Um, and some of the edges might look like, you know, the hairline is a little jacked up, but it was my, right. my choice. Um, <laughs> slash learning lessons. It's a thing. I'm picking up as I go along. Um, it's harder the, than people think. It's fun. It's hard. It, it's going to be the way it's going to be. And so it can be. I definitely appreciated the fact like, huh, right now my yard doesn't look like somebody's baby's yard. Um, but I'm done. The, I'm done. <laughs> the other thing I am proud of is foundationally related to Aaron as well, which is in talking to my therapist recently, I'm just kind of like backtracking remember the remembering the growth because I, with this whole joy, happiness, accomplishments thing is I jump from, I put all these things on my list of goals to achieve or things to get done and I get it done. I'm like, huh, right. Great. Mm-hmm. And I feel accomplished or I might even be happy about that accomplishment, but it isn't mm-hmm. necessarily something that brings me joy. So one of the things mm-hmm. that we've been talking about is um, kind of understanding and just going back, looking through your little Rolodex of things that you have accomplished and checked off on your list mm-hmm. and be happy in that as well. I, I think I just always felt the need to have, always need to have something on my list, always need to have things that I accomplish, but go back and look at it. Um, look at all the things that you have done in this timeline, going back to the whole society thing, you know, by the time you're 30, you're supposed to be, uh, I don't like, What is theoretically, supposed it's supposed to be, you right. know, like graduated from college, kid, blah, married, blah. white picket fence, two and a half kids, that whatever that means. That um, <laughs> it's just like all these different thoughts. And I never held myself to that, but in my head, it's like, well, by the time I'm um, this age, I'm going to be graduated from college. So then I have this much time to make this much money to buy this kind of house. And I wasn't meeting those marks. And for the longest time, I was really disappointed in myself because I wasn't meeting these marks that I set for myself at the age of 12. So Right. Outside of myself realizing, you know what, girl, if you don't get your get yourself together and realize adulting is adulting. People be peopling and also life is just life. You're not going right. to make it the way it needs to be made. So people out there in the world listening realize that oh, it is absolutely great to have goals, but mm-hmm. also give yourself some leeway. Give yourself like a plus minus two through five um, to get certain things done. And then also realize when you get whatever it was on your list accomplished, reevaluate the rest of your list because it might Mm. not be what you actually want to have done anymore. And so in talking to my therapist, realizing one of my biggest realizations, which is what I said before, always thinking everybody had it together all the time. You all make it look so good. I can never Mm. be that good. How am I supposed to maintain it? And then realizing... Nah, people's out here, people, and they just make it look good. They be over there <sighs> acting, giving out whole Oscars. Is that what you get? Oscars is acting. I can't remember. <laughs> yes. Um, because all I know is Tony's is for Broadway. Mm. Um, but Oscars people are out acting, here yep. getting all the Oscars for all these awards and making things look good. They don't absolutely have it together. They just make it look good. And I'm over here trying to achieve what they're making look good. And I'm not even on social media. So I can only imagine what it's like to be on social media, to see all these people posting all these highlights and think I need to match each and every one of those highlights. Um, But my, I think my proudest moment is just realizing that in adulting, I don't have to have it all together. I don't have to know all the answers. Mm-mm. And it is absolutely okay to lean on and rely on your tribe. And your tribe can be the family of your choosing. Um, I set, shared this story before. I had a very good friend who was going through something. And they were 
around some people that they didn't necessarily care for. And then when that group of people left, they kind of gave like a audible physical sigh and someone else in the group told them, um, you know, like, well, blood, blood is thicker than water. And it's like, but sometimes water tastes better. Um, And realizing that your tribe is that water. So making sure you're surrounding yourself by people who will always give you, you should have some of that within yourself, but making sure that you are able to surround yourself with people who can rehydrate you and keep you uh, back to where you need to be, because it is so important to kind of just have that someone you can be vulnerable with someone who can say, Hey, what's going on? And you can share that without feeling as if Mm -hmm. I can't show my imperfections to you. Mm. It is very important to have those kind of people around you. So when you have these not so good moments, they can lift you up or they can be with you in the dark space and realize Mm -hmm. how okay it is to be there in the dark space. Um, So all this to say, I am proudest of realizing that I don't have to have it all together and whatever it looks like Mm. is my absolute masterpiece in that moment. If I want to change it, if I want to erase something, I'll address it when I come to that bridge. But right now, right here, it's like, listen, I made it. Today was a good day. I woke up, I got out the bed, I showed up and I did what I had to do. That's it. Amen. Like, yes, be authentic, be as true yes. to yourself, be transparent. Like, let's that make the norm. Let, let's make yes. Um, the fact that it took me almost when did I, I start going to school in 2006 and it took me until 2020 to get my undergraduate degree. And That's now funny. look at me like, let's normalize mm-hmm. there not being just one path because like a path mm-hmm. is just like something you set out, but like like any path, like life happens. So that could be erosion and potholes and you get stuck in a pothole and you got to make another plan to get on out. But that's just like life. You get stuck in something, you got to make a different plan. And and then, like you said, after you go through all these things, like you might reevaluate and be like, you know what? This isn't what I wanted Mm because I could have sworn up and down I was going to be a clinical psychologist and goddamn if I'm not a consultant now. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just crazy, like, where life will take you and the places that you see where you can, like, also, like, do your passions. Like, I want to help people. So that's why I like consulting because it's, you know, diversity, equity, and inclusion consulting. It's not I'm going to come in here and teach you, you know, how to be anything but authentic, positive, Mm -hmm. accepting, diverse, inclusive. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. we need all different types of people. And we know groupthink historically has never worked well. Mm-hmm. You know, groupthink has never been, being one way has never helped anyone. Mm-hmm. You yep. know, it has gotten us in nothing but trouble. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we need different paths of lives. We need different opinions. We need different things in order to function because like, I don't know about anybody else, but I, I want to be able to be like, here's my idea. Here's what I think. And then I want to hear genuinely what other people, I don't want anyone to agree with me. It, mm-hmm. Unless you really agree with me. I was going to say, hold <laughs> on. If you agree with me, like agree right. with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, let's talk about it. Let's critically think about this. Let's, let's grow, you know, like let's normalize yeah. that. Absolutely. I didn't, re- <laughs> I didn't realize we'd be, um, What's the word? I'm trying jumping to think. into the deep end. Jumping into the deep and just learning and growing today. All day, yeah, every day. Growing. All day, every day. Um, I can't thank you two enough for just being such authentic souls in my life. I love you guys so. It's a reflection of very yourself. much. Correct. Stop. I love you. Um, so this is going to be an, also a chunky um transition. Mm-mm. No. Speaking of speaking adulting of, and peopling, our guest yes. here is a Sagittarius. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that where you're going to go? I was going to go to somewhere else, but we'll go to there. Oh, no. Okay. Where were you going? Into there. You can fix this in post. <laughs> I can fix this in post. Um, so, Jace, um, can we get your movie or music recommendations? Because we, we ask our guests for movie and music recommendations um, whenever right, we have I a guest one. on. Oh, and Siobhan, if you if you want to add some too, like I'm just no? trying to create a transition. Speaking of speaking uh, of adulting, Jace, what do you like to do in your spare time? Do you like music, movies? Thanks, Siobhan. <laughs> oh. It's the alcohol. 
there is we have been drinking many Mm -hmm. many many movies and tv shows that i do like i particularly like documentaries about like what's actually going on in this world Mm -hmm. um i have to say so because i have so i feel like every genre like i don't know about anybody else but sometimes i'll have a favorite comedy show and Mm -hmm. or comedy movie and then sometimes i'll have a favorite like you know, serious, like, psychological thriller or something. So I'm going to say off the top of my head, the most recent... You said no psychological no. thriller. No, you're not, not. No, you're not. not. I love the ID channel. I'm sorry. I love investigation discovery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll like be over it. here. Let me know what happened. I'll be over I'll here. I'll let you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so... So TV show or a movie off the top of my head, I'd have to say my most favorite was probably, what is it called? Oh my God. Uh, Lovecraft Country. Recently, that was just such a good show. Okay. Okay. Got it. It's written down. My most favorite movie is the United States versus Billie Holiday. Mm. When I tell you that, oh my God, that woman, what she endured, what she endured, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. she, those, all, all that energy people put into bringing her down, if they just helped her, like imagine how amazing she would have been, but they took all that energy and saw how special she was and they mm. just kept feeding her into a position that she had to just... I don't want to spoil it, but oh yeah. my God, what an amazing woman, what an amazing story. And it really just goes to put in perspective, like we, like we think that like, oh, teachers know everything. The government knows everything. Our parents know everything. And it just shows you like they don't. And sometimes bad people get into really good high positions. So I'm going to leave it at that. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to ruin the movie. It's a really good movie. I think me and Billie Holiday might have been together in a past life. That's how strongly <laughs> I feel about um, where, where can people, are these are both on Netflix or? So, uh, Hulu for Billie, mm-hmm. uh, United States versus Billie Holiday. Yep. And then, uh, give me one second, I'll look up. Take your and time. We do. To, uh, I think it's on HBO. Lovecraft Country? That sounds right. Yeah. It's on, I think it's on HBO. Shout I mean, out to Audrey. Yeah, is it Audrey Day that played Audrey Day. Um, yep. Billy, mm-hmm. Billy Holiday? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And um, then my favorite song? What did you just what did you just listen? I mean, I also just sent you a song. I don't know if you listened to it. Um, but I'm pulling up my Spotify right now. (laughs) I could tell you some songs that um well so uh, we have some songs, we have some friend songs. We do. Siobhan and I do, you and I do. Well, I had to say probably the song that has been in my head for the past couple days was Pride by Kevin Gates. That song has just been in my head. Pride by Kevin Gates. Yeah. It's just a nice little little song about, like, being interested in someone being, like, kind of, like, engulfed in this person, but just not wanting to admit, you know, your pride getting in the way. It's just gotcha. a good song. <laughs> it's got a nice beat. <laughs> but we do have some friend songs. Like my taste is all over the place, except for I do not like country. Country yep. is a no go for me. Coming from mm-hmm. New York, gotta represent. You know, <laughs> I don't know, but some people on where I'm from been looking a lot sus right now. <laughs> they, think they think they're from the country, and then I'm like, y'all know you're from New York, right? Like I've been living in the South for about over a decade. Definitely over a decade, probably like 12 years. So I know when I go to the North and I can see when people from the North think they're from the South. Mm-hmm. Uh, Siobhan, want to share what song is like, what'd you say? It reminds you of me or like it, like it's, I don't know if it's our song necessarily. Are you talking about Katy Perry's Firework? Yeah. like yeah. Well, that's your, for me, that is whenever I hear that song, I automatically think of you. So I don't know if it's our song. I feel like that's your song, mm-hmm. but it reminds me of you every time I hear it. I'm like, oh, wow. 
You it's are. It's been a fire. while. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Jason, I just recently got a best friend song on the last time I visited. Do you remember, Jace, or do I need to sing it? Yeah, it's a Justin Bieber song. It's a Justin Bieber song. It's called Hold On. Yeah. It's a um, good song. It's a good song. But I sent you a song recently, okay. and you need to listen to it. Okay. Um, it's okay. a thing that I do. If I if I ca- truly care about somebody, I will send you songs to say, this song is for you, or this song reminds me of you. If I don't do that, I'm not saying I – no, I care about you, but like – my level of care. My level. <laughs> I don't know. This sounds horrible. But like when I am truly, madly, deeply in love with people, like I am in love with my best friends, like I communicate love via sending songs. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. And then sometimes they rebuff that love and don't listen to the song. And that is fine. I don't take it's it personally just... too hard. I just constantly say, did you listen to the song? Did you listen to the song? Like, that's do you still love me? That's literally what I need. Yeah. <laughs> ADHD okay. is a bitch. It, like, yeah, listen, I yes. I really want to listen to it, and then I turn around, and I'm like, ooh, look. Right, squirrel. <laughs> squirrel. Th- that is so true. Now, speaking of personalities. Mm-hmm. Great, yeah. great. Like it, like it. Thank you. Um, Jace, um, in case you don't know, uh, listeners, is a Sagittarius and uh just for long-time listeners uh first-time callers um every time i've said the sagittarius in my life i've been talking about jace so here's there's a reveal there's the reveal for the show so if you listen if you listen back in here the sagittarius in my life i'm literally talking about jace hello that's me (laughs) um so for astrology corner today i'm gonna talk about the sun sign of a sagittarius and uh, have Jace give some feedback on what their thoughts are about what I'm going to read. Because oh <laughs> it's all true. Um, so, <laughs> wander and wonder are the primary words for Sagittarius because they like to wander physically and mentally, and they often live in a state of wonder at the world. Sagittarius is a seeker of truth and freedom and loves exploration of all kinds. They are often seen as naive, inspirational, and eternal optimists. Spiritually oriented and visionary, they have the ability to see the big picture of life. If Sagittarius embraces life as a quest for experience and truth, their tendency towards naivete can become higher wisdom. Guess who were famous Sagittarius sun signs? Walt Disney, Jane Fonda, Jimi Hendrix, Jay-Z, and Giovanni Gianni Versace, excuse me. Uh, they were all sun signs of, of uh, Sagittarius. So I have to say, that is very, very uh, reflective of a Sagittarius. Um, <laughs> I personally um, used to be naive, you know, but after, you know, you get pushed around a bit, you start to realize, you know, what the world is really like. And then you're like, oh, hell no. Mm-hmm. Did no, no, no. To the yeah. no, no, no. Literally okay. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, that that is true. That that vulnerability, not that, that naive, like. You, the the you naivete turns into true wisdom, it says. Right. Because you don't know. You go out of your way to try to find out. So that's what that means. We try to figure it out. Because mm-hmm. we may not know, and in, we are pretty intuitive. Well, I could speak for myself. I am a pretty intuitive person. So, like, trying to just understand things, though, is just a p- part of, like, what Sagittarius is like. Yeah. Um, the Complete Guide to Astrology, Understanding Yourself, Your Signs, and Your Birth Chart by Louise Eddington is a pretty solid book. And, again, it was gifted to me by Amber by – she literally <laughs> – ran to my uh, side door. She ninja it. She like threw it on the ground, didn't throw it, but she set it on the ground, then ran away, but set off all my cameras and then ran away. (laughs) And it was for my birthday. But is there anything else anybody else wants to share? I realized I'm doing it again. Of course. It's time to talk about glamping folks. And we actually have a guest who was gone glamping. I'm very excited for this moment. Jace, if you don't mind, can you please share your experience? What did you do? If you are comfortable, where did you go? So I went to River Mountain Retreat. 
in Pennsylvania. Um, no, nope, not sponsored. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. No, yeah, it's not. But sponsored. we could be. But we could be. No. No. Um, they honestly, to be honest with you, uh, so driving through there, I had to pass a lot of Trump signs to get to the uh, place. Yeah. Uh, it is Pennsylvania. Yeah. And the whole time I'm like, what am I, what am I signed up for? What is going on? You know? And I'm like, this is not me. And that trip was a huge eye opener for me because I, I met some, a lot of different people there. And, um, it just was a nice experience because like the people who run the place, are really, really kind. Like, they're so nice. Like, they are so freaking nice. And they got the cutest dogs there. And you could order some food and you could grill it out. And they just like, oh, my goodness. I had a good time. I had the best time. And uh, they're, the, the guy who runs the place, he's like, um, really, really nice. I don't want to like name drop because I'm not trying to like sponsor and stuff like that. But it oh was, no, we don't care. We name drop all brands all the time. <laughs> yeah, but it was just it was really nice. All in all, great people, wonderful people. I would I definitely want to go back in the um, fall time because uh, as we're like driving through there, um, I think his name was Toby. I'm sorry, the wine is starting to hit. But he was, oh my God, when I tell you, he, he really was just so nice to me. And he was like a country kind of person. And I'm like a city kind of person. So you could just imagine what comes along with that, like the differences. And, um, but all in all, it didn't matter how different we were. And so it was nice. It was nice to be around. And you had the windows. Well, And then to move along with that, since I'm getting caught up on how nice everybody was um, and how cute the dogs were. um, Understandably enough. They had, so let me tell you, growing up in New York and then living in Maryland, living in Baltimore and then living in D.C., like you you don't really get to see the sky like other people get to see the sky. Mm -hmm. And you look up at the sky and it's like a blanket of stars above your head. I had never seen anything like they were looking at me. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, y'all see that? Like, (laughs) (laughs) just city response. Like, I felt like I could touch them. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And then not only did you see it when you were outside around the bonfire, right? You go inside, which you can also make s'mores there, which is great. And you go inside and you go in your little glamp pod, okay? There was probably like 12 of them, I want to say, 14. I don't know, like between 12 and 14. And very super private, um, but you still like could hear everything. So you try to be mindful of the people around. You try to be respectful, and let me tell you, when you close when you close your curtain, you lay down on the bed and you look up, there's this beautiful skylight right above your eyes, and you see all those stars That's once again. Awesome. And you, you know, you are outdoors all day. You're all, you can be on the grid if you want, because they got Wi-Fi and stuff, but you you could choose to be off the grid. Go do stuff, go lay in the hammocks, go, you know what I mean, get in touch with nature. Just be just exist mm-hmm. and i was like oh i'm coming back, I'm coming back. <laughs> and i didn't think i was gonna feel that way driving there i felt mm-hmm. so different driving out i was like they texted me and were like so we're taking a trip right <laughs> um, at the end of the summer like fall time i, I really want to go there i feel like it's going to be such a prime time to be there because they planted like all these different things i was like siobhan wants to go glamping so let's see about making a glamping trip in the fall yeah. no yeah, so i'm already on their website um <laughs> you already got it pulled up. <laughs> this is the thing. Um, I want to see if there's other options other than the pods. I don't want to be in a pod. I want to be in our own cabin. There's no cabin. There's no cabin. It's just pods. It's like okay. pods. But they're, they're big-ish. No, they're nice. I'd rather... We could... So I think there's like... We can look at the logistics after. We can, every right. time this happens when we talk about trips, we start pl- planning a trip on the fucking podcast. Um, it's so funny. People get the intro of our plans every time. Um, welcome oh. to listening to our podcast. Um, 
Does anyone else have anything else to share, Siobhan? About no, this things? has been great to hear from first um, first experience, uh, first line or front line. First hand accounts. Uh, right. You have a first hand glamping experience. And I'm very excited about it. Um, mm. I'm here for it. Well, if no one else has anything else to share, then I just want to thank everybody else for joining us for our podcast. We hope you laughed with us and in some way, shape, or form enjoyed yourself. We would love to interact with our listeners via social media. We invite you to also submit some topic suggestions that we can use to our discretion. Uh, we are on Instagram as mimosas underscore besties underscore podcast. On Twitter, we are mimosas underscore besties. On Facebook, you can search us as mimosas with my besties podcast. And you can email us at mimosa, that's one mimosa, mimosa besties podcast at gmail.com. We hope you have the best day you can have and stay hydrated. Bye. Toodles. Bye. Thank you.